Brazil won already. However, the Serbians are not accepting this result. Oh, really? Yeah, because they claim they have 115 SDs that say that they won. <laughs> Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. Woohoo! We finally have our 10th Prime Minister. Yeah. No more hung parliament. No more drama. I don't know. Maybe got more <laughs> drama after this. Where were you when uh, you found out? Uh, which one? The the 5pm swearing in or the or the 1pm news? The 1pm news. Sleeping lah. <laughs> <laughs> I have my afternoon net one way because you know we wake up at four in the morning, right? We do the show. Yes. So I go home after the show, everything all. Then I have my protein shake or sleeping. Then uh, at about I think one thirty, uh, my wife woke me up. Yeah. She was like, "Okay, hey, I know it's a new PM." I was like, "You sure?" No. I said, "Yeah, yeah, it's in the news." I said, "You show me, you show me." Because some news outlets, are, right? Yeah. They will simply let go first, and then later, oh, sorry, sorry, we yeah, misreported. Yeah. We ac- accidentally released a draft. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, she showed me the the news outlet. I was like, okay, this one is quite trustworthy. I said, yeah. okay, fine. Then I on I on my phone. Yeah. 300 messages now. <laughs> from all your group chats. Well, a lot of mainly from my VI group chat. <laughs> and then it was just it was like, oh yeah, it's true lah. The, the the rulers have made the decision and yeah. all that. Then there was this video. You see this? Uh, it was a I think it was an Indian Muslim man, uh-huh. and he was on the roadside. And he was just crying. He was like, "Anwar sudah menang." It was really funny, but very moving at the same time. Oh. And he fell on the floor. The goalie drama. Oh my god! <laughs> It's really good. Then after that, uh, another friend who was flying back from overseas, he, he arrived at KLIA, uh-huh. and he said he heard people screaming. Oh when, really? When they heard the news, it was like it affected people that much. Oh wow! And then uh, he said maybe it's a coincidence, but KLIA started playing "Standing in the Eyes of the World." <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, why that song? I don't know lah, like proud moment that lah, oh, okay, you know. Okay. And then after that, another friend posted screenshots of the bursa and the stock market all, and he oh. said, and he said, you can't make this sh up, oh, yeah. right? And it showed how the markets had suddenly performed so so well. It jumped, you know, four percent or something like that. Correct. And then the ringgit strengthened against the US dollar. Yeah, I saw that too. And then we've got a, a friend, uh, Jeffrey lah, his name. He's a actual financial analyst working in Singapore. Right. He then. Goes in the group chat and goes like, "Okay, guys, uh, please uh, calm down, ah. Uh. Actually, this is not just because of the announcement of the Prime Minister Anwar Ibrahim. This is because, ah, uh, that the Federal Reserve uh, minutes this morning the hiking rates are at a slower pace and therefore the USD weakened uh, across the board. We're like, hey, shut oh. up, lah, like, you. Can you let us have our moment?" <laughs> <laughs> he was in Singapore so long. He sounds so like Singaporean. Actually, 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 and then my auntie messages me. Now she fell, I uh, think, what, a week ago, a week and a half ago, oh, no. and uh, fractured her wrist. Oh dear! So, yeah, so she was wearing a sling. Right. She messages me, shows a picture of her of her X-ray, and goes like, yeah. "Hey, my fracture healed." I'm no. like, "How powerful <laughs> is this announcement that Anwar is here? <laughs> Bones can heal all It's in the a morning. miracle." Fly FM. So we're super excited that we finally have our tenth prime minister. No more hung parliament. Yes. No more of this waiting drama. Uh, uh. My my <laughs> handphone was just blowing up yesterday from all the group chats. Yeah. When did you hear about the news? What were you doing? 1pm I was actually still doing some work on my phone oh okay, okay. Yeah, and then you know incessantly refreshing my twitter feed lah, to find out <laughs> yeah yeah as I've been doing every day this week right all so, Malaysians yeah. have been doing this yeah so at 1pm found out okay like super happy you know then all the saw all the messages come in everyone was but like, still were you 100% sure that no right uh, it's only until the swearing in where where it's like confirm confirm one no yeah, because prior well, to that you never know what can happen <laughs> that's true but they said that you know there was going to be a swearing in later yeah. on at 5pm so I was like okay lah 
I'll just wait for that um, But I was on my way back to Shah Alam at 5pm mm. um, And yeah, I had I actually had totally forgot oh, that, no. that it was happening <laughs> Because I'm like, in my head, I'm like, okay, 5pm I have to go back, have dinner with my parents Alamak, is it going to be jam? Da, 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 da. So I was in the car And then um, I turned on the radio And they were like, okay, so the announcement is going to be happening soon uh, We're going to be streaming it live I was like, oh my god, I cannot, I cannot miss this Right? Because can you imagine if I missed it and I didn't watch it mm. and I want to tell I, I want to tell my grandkids about this, right? Next yeah. time, like, okay, I was there when the, you know, 10th Prime Minister got sworn in. Yeah, you need to be there for your grandkids because they will be so confused as to what happened for the selection of the 10th <laughs> Prime Minister. Exactly. <laughs> and can you imagine how lame it would be if this historic moment happened? There were people ask me where I was. All I have to say is, oh, I was listening to Lizzo in my car. <laughs> Terrible. So... <laughs> Because traffic was bad mm. also um, And I was in a standstill I faster went on Twitter Found a live video um, And I watched the whole thing Sorry just, You watch video while driving Yo, It was jam It was standstill Yeah you probably I caused the jam Because you, no. you didn't <laughs> You're watching video uh, So yeah um, Listened to it And mm. watched it You know And I was like Clapping my hands In the car by myself I look around me In the other cars next to me They were also clapping Nobody was like <laughs> Nobody was listening I don't know what They were doing Their car was like Hello Malaysia is having A historic moment Guys So yeah I teared up a little bit And it was nice lah, Just by myself But actually Lizzo <laughs> Accurately sums up Our feelings You know Because after four days yeah. Since the election uh, We were also thinking It's about damn time <laughs> Fly FM So taking care of cemeteries Might be the Next big job to get after graduation. Cemeteries, yeah. <laughs> that means people die, die. Also want to work there. <laughs> <laughs> so this post on the Chinese version of TikTok went viral recently, right. where a graduate talked about her job. Right, so she takes care of a cemetery near her house, and she says that it's the perfect job huh? because it pays well. There's no office politics, <laughs> no annoying co-workers. Oh, it's peaceful, and she gets to help people. She said it pays well. Yes. How, how much are we talking about here? Uh, apparently she's getting almost double Double The amount that she, yeah, she would usually get paid Oh yeah, man I think because in China They think it's bad luck to even be at cemeteries right mm-hmm. That's why usually when you go to one uh, Chinese people believe you have to immediately Like wash your feet before you go inside the house yes, yeah, And then yeah. faster go Monday right yeah. um, When I went to visit my great grandmother's grave in Penang A few months ago though it, it was well kept But there were like bees A lot of mosquitoes and ants It's well. jungle lah like, Yeah It's yeah. very very jungly right there's no, there's a, lot of young, a lot of young people now Are choosing not to bury any more uh, you, They will burn And then they'll keep the ashes Either at home uh-huh. Or at this thing called A columbarium right. It's a new word for me So I just learned The columbarium It's, it's those boxes is it? Yes it Boxes in a like Usually in a tower Or in a nice aircon right. place Very nice uh. Got aircon Got toilet Got wifi <laughs> <laughs> so, no, uh, Last week I attended the wake Of my friend's mom Recently Oh, oh sorry My condolences yeah, yeah. Uh, Very old uh, And uh, she passed away In the house At the Funeral center She told me that When the undertakers uh, Came to the house To clean and prepare the body To mm-hmm. be taken away They asked the family To look away Oh Yeah apparently It's some pantang one Because if the deceased Kononya uh, sees you While they're being taken away right. They might come back And haunt you la. Oh. <laughs> But really? then As she was I had no idea But then as she was Telling this story I saw her cousin yeah. Who was next to her He was laughing So I'm like This is not a funny story Why, why are you laughing Right <laughs> And he said no lah, this turning away thing started back in ancient China Where it was customary to bury the deceased With all her jewellery and all her gold and okay. barang kemas and all that uh-huh. So apparently these this very cheeky undertakers in China Would tell the family, hey, you must turn around You must turn around, cannot let the body see you Then when the family turned around, they song up all the oh. girls <laughs> 
<laughs> I, mean, I, I don't think they they do it now, but it's become a practice, lah. <laughs> right. YFM. This girl in China is going viral because she works at a cemetery and absolutely loves it, <laughs> which made us realize that there are actually a lot of strange jobs available. Uh, professional mourners is yep, one, yep. right? Where they just go to funerals and cry. They cry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> make make the atmosphere you know like very sad, lah. Yeah. Uh, golf ball divers. Where they, you know, if your golf ball falls into a lake, they dive into the lake and they get your <laughs> golf ball for <laughs> you. They makan my crocodile. Drying paint watches. Like, they literally watch paint dry. You're joking. No, la. no, I'm not. It's real. But hand modeling is also one of the weirdest jobs I've heard what of. What modeling? Hand modeling. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. Because I usually get hired to do abs modeling. <laughs> Yeah. For all these bodybuilding gyms For the before pictures eh? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway um, <laughs> This also went viral A few years ago It was of this lady Who did hand modelling right? And mm. she'd hire people To do things for her Because she didn't want To damage her hands oh. uh, She wore gloves everywhere Make sure her hands Stay out of the sun mm. and, and it worked lah, right? Whatever she did Because her hands Look flawless But like not Matching the rest of her body you know? So you're saying Her face not so good lah. I mean she, she <laughs> Her hands are neat and pakai Yeah she looked normal lah, Like you know she had wrinkles everywhere else But her hands look young I have seen this job That looks quite interesting Panda huggers What's that? <laughs> In China Which is panda capital uh, <laughs> People are paid to hug And play with the baby pandas <gasps> Yeah, I saw a few videos of them on the social media, right? And this fellow would sit behind the panda, then wrap his arms around the panda and hug it. No. And then there were some videos of him petting the panda, la, then they were playing wrestling. There was also one where he had to hold on to the bamboo shoot uh-huh. because this panda was nicely lying down and chewing very lazy. <laughs> yeah, I want to do that. No, it sounds fun, yeah. But apparently, pandas are super demanding, one, no? Like, worse than children level demanding. Because I've also seen videos where the workers try to leave. Because, I mean, maybe 5 o'clock, time to go home, whatever. Yeah. And the pandas refuse to let them go. And you're so cute. They want to be pulling at this fella's pants. La. Another will hug onto his leg. <laughs> he has to walk around with a baby panda attached to his leg, you know. <laughs> Imagine how stressful that must be. Poor fella goes home. Yeah. He's exhausted. There's no more energy. And the partner sees him and he goes like, Oh, uh, let me give him a hug. La. He's like, no more hugs. <laughs> I'm all hugged out. You stay away from me. Fly F. Tis the season of the Cup of the World. It's time for some football updates. Yes, we have got, um, well, not the most interesting matches, unfortunately. (laughs) Uh, Switzerland edged Cameroon 1-0. Right. But to be honest, I think Cameroon deserved to win. Cameroon Highlands. Not (laughs) Cameroon. No Cameroon the country Yes Got it got it The one that has a lot of macaroons (laughs) (laughs) Simply lah Okay no Uh, I think they deserve to win At least draw lah Because Switzerland Very boring They're like a watch You know Just tick 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 (laughs) tick Nothing exciting about them. Uh, Uruguay drew with South Korea 0 0. Oh. Everyone forgot to bring their shooting boots in that game because there was only one shot on target. Uh, <laughs> however, however, Uruguay did hit the post twice, so they were very unlucky not to win la, right. for, for this one. Portugal beat Ghana 3 2. Now, Ooh. this is where it gets a bit exciting because Ronaldo uh-huh. scored yeah. uh, from the penalty spot, which means he has got a world record now. He's the only person to score in five. Five different Cup of the Worlds. Are you serious? Yes. So it's like during the normal games, you know, Premier League, oh, he doesn't score. And then Cup of the World, he scores. If he's not allowed to play in the normal league, how to score? <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> Actually, he also had a goal disallowed earlier. Everyone's oh. like, oh, you please please, hope his luck will 
change soon And it did lah right. So well done uh, Portugal well done Ronaldo Now Brazil Beat Serbia 2-0 Okay It was uh, Total domination lah the, uh, the Serbians were completely outplayed Neymar actually almost scored With a banana kick What is a banana kick? But, <laughs> it's like he was at the corner flag there. Yeah. He kicked the ball. He curled. He almost went to the goal. Oh wow! From the corner flag, a proper yeah. curveball. Yeah, and then uh, Rikal Rikal uh, This fellow he scored. His second goal was amazing, lah. The fellow passed to the middle. He teed it up and he did a 360 spin. Woo! Like a kung fu fellow. That and then the goal went in. Nice. So. Uh, Brazil won already. However, the Serbians are not accepting this result. Oh, really? Yeah, because they claim they have 115 SDs that say that they won. <laughs> Fly FM. So the wait is finally over. Anwar Ibrahim is officially Malaysia's new Prime Minister. <laughs> Congratulations, Datuk Sri. Yes, around 1pm yesterday, uh, Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim was officially appointed Malaysia's 10th Prime Minister after four days <laughs> of us having a hung parliament and purple fingers. Um, our new team was there at Istana Negara to give us a live report. This is Amira bringing you the latest update all the way from Gate 1 of Istana Negara and it is now official. After 20 years of being an opposition leader, Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim is finally named Malaysia's 10th Prime Minister. Datuk Sri Anwar would be sworn in at 5pm today. Yeah, Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim then had his swearing-in ceremony at Istana Negara around 5pm. Mm. Um, after the ceremony, he went on Twitter and tweeted about how he will bear this trust given to him humbly and responsibly and he will carry this burden guided by the will and conscience of his his team and the right yard. But before he tweeted that, yeah. faster went and changed his uh, profile. You saw or not? No, I didn't. He quickly went, he changed profile to 10th Prime Minister of Malaysia. That's oh, the first really? thing he did. <laughs> He was like waiting to do that, right? Like change the bio. Actually, I was very pessimistic, you know, uh, about his chances. Really? To be honest, lah. Like, yeah, because yeah. after the election, we were like, alama, he didn't get the numbers that he thought he was going to get and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. But his behavior in the last few days, because you notice he was trolling Kao Kao. <laughs> Right when he was in his house yeah. And then the reporters were outside mm-hmm. They were waiting lah for You know what's the news going to happen yeah. He nicely came out He was like Guys I have good news <laughs> Everybody was like What's the good news? He was like Lunch is served <laughs> 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 he, he was going out like Dr. Sri pergi mana? Pergi mana? They were like uh, Pergi tengok wayang And then he go out Then he came back with popcorn Yeah 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 saw I that saw one? that yeah. ah, They were like Why you buy popcorn first Dr. Sri? Ah, sebab you pun nak tengok wayang kan? Makan popcorn I was like You You have to be pretty confident to be in the mood to troll. That's true, yeah. But I'm glad Malaysia isn't in a state of what's going to happen anymore. Mm. Most of us had so many questions and we're quite stressed oh, out, yeah. right? Constantly refreshing our Twitter feed to find <laughs> out what the latest news is. Um, I'm also relieved for our journalists that camped out in the sun and rain waiting for the news. Yeah. I think they deserve a lot of thanks and a proper end-of-the-year bonus for <laughs> relentless journalism these past few days. So well done, guys, and thank you. Well done. Fly FM. We finally have our PM number 10. Woohoo! And we want to hear how you feel about this as well as how you found out. I can't believe I found out about Anwar becoming the new PM from a meme I saw on Twitter. <laughs> Us young people really know how to have fun in the middle of chaos way. You young people need to learn to read the news like, once in a while. <laughs> I hope with the new PM, we will see better improvements for the country and new government will do their main duty first, which is to serve the right yet. Is she calling from a cave or <laughs> Toilet. Pandas <laughs> confirm. Oh my goodness. I'm so happy we finally have a new prime minister. But... I'm even more happy because Monday is gonna be a public holiday. <laughs> Such a Malaysian thing to say. The people are happy because they've got one day public holiday <laughs> as opposed to five years of a prime minister, you know. 
<laughs> I don't understand. It's like, are we are we that staff the public holidays? Does Malaysia not have enough public holidays already? <laughs> no, we're known for our public holidays. That's why. Fly FM. So Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim was officially sworn in as Malaysia's tenth prime minister yesterday. Yeah. Woo! And we're really happy that things aren't up in the air anymore. <laughs> that our poor journalists don't have to camp out and use those portable toilets. <laughs> <laughs> Some chairs we don't have. Yeah. yeah. So we're just updating you, you know, in case you missed out on anything yesterday, specifically his press conference. Oh, the press conference. Because after <laughs> he did the swearing-in ceremony, uh-huh. I already turned on to the press conference that was happening at the Sungai Long house. La. Right. So they were setting up the mics and everything. <laughs> then this lady, she went on the mic there and she was like, tuk, 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 tuk. Mic test, mic test, <laughs> tuk, 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 mic test, mic test. And then she did something really funny. She was like, mic test, mic test, uh, saya PM ke 10. <laughs> <laughs> During his press conference, he he addressed a lot of things like mm. how budget 2023 will be tabled within a month or so. Excellent. That the decision on who will be deputy prime minister has not yet been made. He gave clues though that one. But when he was asked if he will be at his new PM office today, this was his response. So masuk office office. He also said that this is going to be his first course of action. Langkah pertama untuk memulihkan keyakinan rakyat supaya tidak melihat menteri-menteri dan pemimpin itu tanpa kira parti, tanpa kira agama, semuanya fikir gaji, kepentingan, kontrak, saham, maka saya memilih untuk menolak gaji Perdana Menteri. Was one of his promises though in the manifesto, right? Yeah. Uh, most importantly, though, he gave us the people what we've been wanting the most. The way he held the crowd, ah, uh, the, yeah. the way he played them, ah. Uh, the worst for me for in the in the press conference uh-huh. was when he finally started it. It was really one hour late. He yep. finally started it, and then his assistant comes over. Sorry, got phone call. Uh, president of Turkey calling. Oh I'm God. like, what does he want? We've been the whole country is waiting to listen to this guy. You don't come and call him now and catch out. Immediately, my group chat was like, why president of Turkey calling now? Melville <laughs> answered, no, Turkey calling now because it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> Fly. So we've had a lot of people sending us voice notes sharing their thoughts on our 10th Prime Minister being elected. After four long days, I'm so happy we finally got our new PM. Woohoo! I, I thought you were going to say something else. <laughs> yes, and then we woohoo! <laughs> I'm so glad for Undi 18 because I can actually say I did my part to make a change during this election. Yes. I'm excited to live in this new Malaysia with Dato Sri Anwar leading the country as the new PM. Good one, young people. Well, thank you for coming out to vote. Honestly, when I heard the news, I was scrolling through Twitter and thought like someone was spreading some fake news. But when I saw it was confirmed Anwar is the new Prime Minister, I screamed so loud that I woke up my dog. <laughs> yeah, we're super happy things aren't up in the air anymore. La. Fly FM. So a few days ago, when we still didn't know who our new PM was going to be, um, a video went viral of this guy driving alongside Anwar Ibrahim with their windows down and saying, Let's go! <laughs> And giving Anwar a thumbs up. In the video, you can see Anwar smiling back and giving back a thumbs up and then giving an 
okay sign um, while he was mouthing something like soon soon before driving yeah. off the video now has over 600,000 views on Twitter more than a million on Instagram really? yeah we, we found the guy who took the video and we're on the phone with him right now to find out the backstory behind this epic video hi morning Cher hey morning this video was a day before the announcement right? two days before the announcement okay so f- my first question is how did you know that was Datuk Sri Anwar Ibrahim's yeah. car? yeah <laughs> Okay, so it's it's an odd thing lah. I have this obsession with number plates. Okay, <laughs> I've always had this obsession with number plates, and uh, over the past week, we've been seeing this. I know Ibrahim car the whole week, correct? But B E N one, right? Correct. So uh. I was driving on the way to I was driving on the way to uh, a meeting, and I know Ibrahim lives near my area, by the way, near uh, Kajang lah. He lives in Sungailong, yeah. Oh, neighbours so, lah. Ah, yeah lah. This is my neighbour lah. <laughs> <laughs> I was driving to work And then I saw On the last BM One night My wife was beside me And I told her I was like You guess I know Ibrahim I shouted And we have that video also <laughs> And then He was on the left lane Trying to go to the right And I was on the right uh. Oh So aku bagi dia lalu ah. I told oh, him I, wow. say, hey. I say You come to the right I go to the left ah. uh. <laughs> And then after that I I put my hand out I honk I honk kau kau And then after that The <laughs> the bodyguard looked at me and pointed like like uh. don't do anything stupid lah lah la. oh. ah then after that I but that obviously you could see that we were not going to do it yeah you guys stupid. were you guys were cheerleaders <laughs> yeah we were cheerleaders if anything you know what I mean so then after that the bodyguard gave us a thumbs up and then we saw uh, Datu Shano Ibrahim put down his window that was what we didn't expect we didn't expect him to put his window down we thought he's going to say you know I you know buy from the car or whatever. Oh, wait, wait. He put his, he wiped his window down before you or you already had your window down? Oh, I had my window down. Oh, ah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> what, what, what is uh, missing here is he had no outriders. Uh. He had no escorts and stuff like that. Masih belum PM, bro. But still VVIP, ma. I mean, come on, bro, man. Honestly, I also thought, oh, there were going to be riders for sure, lah, right? But uh. no, lah. It was, it was just, BM1 and one car behind him Okay, then then you stuck your hand out and you waved I waved And then after that, I he waved and he said Soon, soon Basically, he was he was actually speeding already And he actually slowed down to say hi to us If you notice in the video yeah. He was already ahead And then he did the, the driver slowed down for him to say hi to us And then he shouted And then I shivered for half an hour And couldn't talk for half an hour <laughs> Fly FM. We have Hareth Iskandar here with us. Hey! At Relaz Lam Malaysia happening tomorrow at Zep KL alongside Prakash Daniel. You have uh, Brian Tan and Mat Sabah as well. That is correct. Welcome. You have Harith. also said, Hareth, many uh. times that there might be secret uh, performers or surprise performers. Ooh. Yes, oh. yes. Oh. Douglas has been asking me, is it me? Is it me? Is it me? <laughs> And I'm like, it's I don't know. It's a secret. <laughs> you cannot Definitely reveal, like, You cannot reveal. Cannot like, reveal at the moment. Okay. Well, let's talk about how you started in comedy. The the true story. story. Completely by accident. I mm-hmm. think my late mother passed on the comedy gene to me. I got up on stage August thirtieth, nineteen ninety, at a lobby lounge in the Subang Airport Hotel, <laughs> just as a dare from a friend. What were we, we were doing at the lounge? Uh, it was uh, eve of Madeka Day, and the lounge was empty. And my friend said, "Get on stage and tell your funny stories." And I did. 
did that. There was no performer. No, there was no one performing. Oh. So apart from your bunch of friends, were there other people that were there also? A couple of waiters and uh, <laughs> and my two friends. So I went on stage, did my 12 minute set, but that wasn't the beginning. I thought that was it. But uh. then a couple of weeks later, I went to all that jazz in SS2 mm-hmm. to watch Rafik Rashid. During his break, someone said to him, "Hey, this kid tells funny stories." He invited me up. I told my funny stories. Mm-hmm. Someone sitting in the audience goes, "Hey, bro, I have an event function. You want to come and tell your funny stories?" And I did, and it's dominoed. But at all that jazz, did your funny stories land? Did it work? Yes, obviously, because someone in the audience said, "I'll give you a hundred bucks. Come to my event and tell your funny stories." Want to take notice? Harith didn't use the word stand up yeah, because no. back then there was no stand up. <laughs> right. So it was just you going it on was, stage and telling funny so stories. Every, for the first ten to twelve years, it literally ninety-eight percent of the audience. At corporate shows Would come up to me and go Hey bro Your talk show Very funny lah Your ah. talk show Very funny Only people who had access To VHS videotapes yeah. Or had been overseas Would understand the word Stand, stand up. up comedy And the art The rest thought I was giving a talk show Inverted commas And being funny So so at which point Did you start selling yourself As a stand up comedian um, I was doing it From the very beginning But people, oh, okay. I had to educate The audience As I was performing to them And it was completely 100% corporate shows uh-huh. There was no Restaurant yeah, yeah, club yeah. That you could go to Now I, Harith knows this story But watching Harith perform Was basically what made me Go into stand up Because that time I was a musician yep. I was going around My guitar singing songs And stuff And it was the award ceremony It was I think it was the AIM awards And Harith was hosting it And then you also did stand up And I was I remember sitting there Watching you And I was like I want to do that <laughs> Enough of this Bring the guitar around He omitted the part that He walks on stage Carrying a one kilogram mic I want to do that Because I don't want to carry things <laughs> That's what he told me uh, Which is why he's progressing Into rap Do you know that story Of I why I heard about that Yeah he's like His you know musical career Was I- nowhere <laughs> And so now it's rap Now yeah. it's rap Which is pretty good By the way You've heard it Of course I've watched it I've heard it yeah. <laughs> I have had legit music People go Hey that Douglas was so quite musical I'm like That's what he started off as yeah. People did not know You were a busker And a performer busker, yeah. I started yeah. off as a singer song. I was the original Yuna <laughs> That's pushing it. <laughs> Fly FM. We have Harith Iskandar here in the studio with us performing at Relazla Malaysia happening tomorrow at ZEPKL alongside Prakash Daniel, Brian Tan and Mat Sabah. We're going to give you four passes to that later on. But for now, Harith, you are the funniest person in the world. What was that journey like to that title? Cut a long story short, it's it was a competition started off online. I literally did not know anything about it and uh, submitted a video. Next thing I know, I was in Finland. Yeah, why was the finals in fin- they're not known as the funniest country I know right do it in US or somewhere my yeah, and you know Malaysia to Finland the organizers gave us 1000 US that they wouldn't have got me to, to the bathroom place. in the toilet <laughs> in plane <laughs> but yeah, an experience is an experience I met 20 great comedians from other countries yeah. met a whole lot of great people there and yes it was a competition and for a moment when I came back I felt like a VIP because you know at the airport when you see that buggy and you're walking along to your yeah. gate and you yeah. see a buggy go by and you grumble like oh you cannot walk is it you cannot walk is it I was that man on the way back uh, hiding my face because I could see people going oh cannot walk is it no like were there like uh, a bunch of fans there at the, they're, at the they're airport the 
this was there and signboards nice. and all. But I was like, oh my! I had a big flower. <laughs> they pinned a flower on my lapel, and I was like, it was say the euphoria at the time was was incredible because people in high positions were speaking about this win. I don't know if you realize this. One of our top people here in Malaysia said, like Harit's win in being the world's finest people will bring more tourists to Malaysia. He's he's not a jungle. He's <laughs> Harris is not a mountain where you got to come to Malaysia. See, if he's famous, he will go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But no, for the first time, stand-up comedy was on the headlines and yeah. lauded as good Malaysian art form. And no, it's not. But <laughs> it, it's yes, it is important. That was back in the day. Fly FM. We have Harith Iskandar with us. Woohoo! Performing at Rulaza Malaysia Happening tomorrow at Zep KL We're going to give you four passes to the show very very soon But in case you haven't heard We're doing this thing on 5FM called Hashtag Kita Kawan so, You know to spread more love Which is why we thought it would be nice to talk about How you went out to help people during the floods During the pandemic So Do, before that you know Yeah charity organization right Can you tell us a little bit more about this Well okay so during the pandemic uh, It started off as just me and my wife Getting a couple of calls from different people Like hey can you help out this person Or help out that person Or help out that group and we did so and then it carried on and the more calls came in then eventually we were like we can't do this alone we need to bring our friends in we need to make this official so we started an official NGO called the Hope Branch and uh, you you bring up the floods to tell you the truth the floods was a moment where i looked across and i saw the true meaning of kita jaga kita hashtag it was 98% people on the ground were just riot complete pandemonium um, everybody was showing up with 4x4 trucks lamps um, generators food and everybody like screaming and shouting trying to help But I just looked around and I thought to myself, this is what Malaysia needs. We need tragedies and disasters to truly come together. Yeah, to come yeah. together. So we need to remember yeah. these times. Yeah, I, I think the burning question I have is how much money did you spend printing your face and your logo to put on these care packages that that went out? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't do that. Uh, I didn't. I, I did not do that. However. <laughs> I understand why it's done. I wow, actually why? understand mm. because at a certain level, the people who do print their photos mm. want the person receiving it to know where it came from. Because I tell you, this does happen. I could show up with a thousand boxes of food, and the ketua kampung says, "Oh yes, thank you for the thousand boxes of food. I'll now distribute to my people." Then tells the people that this from came him. from somebody else oh. or him in order to gain uh, plus points and brownie points. Mm. So this actually does happen. So there's a sort of element of, I kind of understand why you do it. Right. And, and how many people were your camera crew? Because you know, when you do good things, you need to have a lot of cameras. Uh, I had camera, up. gaffer, uh, <laughs> lighting director, a stunt oh. double, and you know, the over-shoulder shot from yeah. behind, yeah. and another ball guy, because I can't be standing there all the time <laughs> for the over-shoulder shot. Well, the um, sarcasm. <laughs> Unfortunately, there will be some listeners going. We have the star of Relays La Malaysia happening tomorrow at ZKL with us, Harith Iskandar. Performing with him are also Mat Sabah, Brian Tan, Prakash Daniel. But before we give you tickets to the show, we do something here with uh, all our stand-up comedians. It's called the joke swap. Okay, it's where Douglas will tell your joke and you have to tell one of Douglas's joke. Got it. Ready? 
Uh, Douglas, you go first. All right, this is one of the first jokes I heard from Harith. I think he's also very well known for this joke. He will start with like a Malaysians. They say the obvious. Like they see me, they go, "Eh, bota, eh, bota." Like I don't go and see you and go, like, "Eh, ramut." No, I don't do that. No, there was one time I was at the petrol station. I'm filling up my car with petrol. In my hand is the hose, and the nozzle is in the car, and I'm filling petrol in the car. One pakci will come to me, "Eh, Harith, isi minyak ke?" And I'm like, "Tak, isi ramunga." Was that? How good was that? That was good. <laughs> I forgot that joke. I'm gonna use it. <laughs> All right, hurry. Tell one of Douglas's jokes. Go. Okay, so here we go. Douglas joke. Douglas joke. Okay. <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> Thank you. Chinese are famous for three things: finance. Thank you. Uh, loan shark. Thank you. What's the other one? Kung fu. Kung fu. Thank you. <laughs> uh, which uh, loan shark is essentially together. The other two lah. So thank you. That was so. That was very terrible. Sorry, that was that was very bad, wasn't it? I, I'm a terrible mimic. <laughs> That's how he hears you, Douglas. That's how. I <laughs> Can I tell this this story though? When yes. I started my my career, Harith would get me to open for him. So I would do five minutes, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. We went to the show. It was Chinaman Apet show, right? I remember this. <laughs> and Harith was like, hey, "There's a lot of Chinese people here. So Douglas, I think you will do well. Go out there, you know, just be yourself, and then you know, get them hyped, and then so that." When I come on, it'd be better. So I'm like, don't worry, Harith. This Chinese crowd, my crowd, I got this. I go on, I die. I die for 10 minutes. These Chinese uncles were not interested in listening to me at all. <laughs> Towards the end, I tell my final, like, it was a lion dance joke. How chi- how much more Chinese can I be? I tell a lion dance joke and I get me two laughs. Oh. I just like, ha ha, okay, thank you. And then I leave and I went, and, and I went this gentleman, Harith Skandar. I turn and I look at Harith and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I, oh. I'm so sorry. Harith goes on stage. Yeah. Hello, everybody! <laughs> <laughs> He goes more Chinese than me. He gets the entire crowd, and it was a, you saved the show. <laughs> That's alright. Because Douglas went on with his semi, almost uh, half Australian accent, telling very finely tuned jokes, right. well written and well timed. But basically, the crowd wanted, "Hello, everybody! <laughs> okay, How are you? <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> alright, yum!" And then you got him going. <laughs> right now, this is how we know tomorrow night is going to be a blast, and uh, we're giving away four tickets to the show right now you need to be the first caller through and name three other comedians that are performing at Zep KL so once again so it's Harith Skanda you're performing yes uh, Prakash, Prakash Daniel. Daniel Mat Sabah and Brian Tan Relazla Malaysia November 26 Zep Kuala Lumpur an amazing venue right. 1,100 people will be there beautiful we will wait for the call but in the meantime thank you so much Harith thank you thank you and all thank the best for the show tomorrow we'll see you there this is the Douglas Lim and Juanita podcast Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.